Okay, we are live episode 151, Catherine Harvey with Bare Bones, Richard Moniz, I see I didn't do it, Moniz, Moniz, that's, that's Moniz? a really good, uh, yeah, okay, okay, I see hockey maybe in the back, so it might be, it's probably Canada, well anyway, uh, Rich <laughs> Insights Research, welcome to the show. Thank you, glad to be here. Yeah, it's, it's my pleasure. pleasure, we're going to jump right into it. Catherine, give it to us. What's it all about? Bare Bones. So Bare Bones uh, started in bone broth, and we have recently branched out into plant-based soups. Our, our plan is to deliver nutrients and essential goodness to all people at all price points. Okay, that's cool. Now, you started when, and give us that first sort of skew. What was it? I know what it was. What sure. was it? Tell, tell us, uh, and why did you choose it? Yeah, so my husband is a professional chef and he was working in fine dining in San Diego and found himself drinking stock from the back of the stove during service. And our first skew was a chef quality stock, a beef stock that he could sell to consumers because nobody was making anything of that quality and selling it in the supermarket. What are the health benefits for those that don't know? The health benefits of bone broth are numerous. It's basically like a multivitamin in liquid form. It's got a lot of amino acids and minerals. The one that most people are the most familiar with is collagen, um, which is great for skin health, gut health, um, your hair, and nails. Correct. Correct on all that. And what <laughs> year was that? 2013 is when oh. Ryan started. 2014 okay, so you- is when we really got, like, serious so you've been around which is very cool i, I like these um it, it's hard i mean people don't realize this to be around now for for eight years is um like remarkable um and it's and i, I it's not scary <laughs> and not scary here i i just uh somebody just said this to me They're, they said verbatim was my seventh and eighth year was the hardest uh, it was when I really didn't think I was going to make it. And and by the way, they were talking to me because I was just, I was giving them all the shit that I'm going through and yeah. just, they probably saw like the tears coming down my eyes because we're on like year seven here and it's brutal. Um, it is. And so yeah. anyway, not just, not to put that on <laughs> you, I'm not yeah, this way, okay, not to put that on you. Um, walk us through maybe that first few years, you bottled it up. Where did you sell it? You know, what did that look like? Yeah, I mean, we were doing it all on our own in a shared commercial kitchen. I don't know if you remember Pete's Paleo. I think they've rebranded as Pete's Real Food. Um, We were sharing a commercial kitchen in San Diego with them, and we would have the stock simmering during the day. I would get off work, and Ryan was working for Pete's at the time. I would get off work, and we would uh, meet up at Pete's Paleo Kitchen and package everything up. And once a week, we would ship all the orders out. Um, so we did that for about a year, outgrew the space, and then we had to get our own commercial kitchen. There was nothing in San Diego we could afford, so I quit my job. We packed up the car, and we moved to Oregon, and we started a little broth factory in a sushi restaurant in Medford, Oregon. That I was is, that after nine that months. Is, that is very <laughs> cool. That is uh, very cool. Um, okay. And, and are you bought, uh, my assumption, it, it's, uh, was it glass or what were you doing? Like, how were you selling this? Oh, man. Uh, so we started in those little deli containers, you know, the plastic deli containers. You'll get pho or ramen from a, a to-go restaurant. Um, those didn't work very well because we were shipping them frozen and they would burst and leak everywhere. So uh, we innovated in 
to a gusseted pouch. And that was actually a recommendation from our buyer at Jimbo's Naturally in San Diego. So that's, that, that's what we've been in forever. From frozen to shelf stable, we're still in that gusseted pouch. Now it has a spout, so you can pour broth from it, reseal it for later. Yeah, I'm, uh, again, I'm picturing so um, like uh, those tops for um, like squeezable uh, kid stuff, uh, you know, fruit fruit smoothie. This guy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and so, um, okay, so that's good for context there. Uh, and, and shout out Jimbo's. Um, right. And by the way, nobody picked this up when she said faux or she said, she said, how, how did you say it? Because ah. <laughs> nobody, nobody says that word right, by the way, okay? Because I say foe, I don't even know how to. So anyway, she did that right. I, I don't know why I'm, I'm neurotic like that. I pick things up. Okay, um, back on it. Uh, let's move it forward. Maybe get us to like 2020 because that by then you're, you're moving along here. Where are you at? What does the business look like? So in 2020, that was a huge inflection point for us because we had started with our li with liquid bone broth line we went from frozen to shelf stable. And then in 2019, we launched our instant bone broth. And that's, that's when things really started to take off. Um, we were in 2020, we were in club, we were killing it on Amazon. And we were just starting to really make our first major push into natural retail with the liquid broth and with the instant broth. So it was a, it was a big year for us. Very cool. And, and at that time, I'm trying to remember if it was it was then, but bone broth, I don't think. Especially, you were really early in the bit in the game. Um, what there was a peak though. There was what it might have been around 2020 or right before that. Um, there was this thing happening around that category, right? There was, and a lot of the companies that started, started in SoCal, where we were, which is kind of funny. Like three of us were based in San Diego. A lot of brands came up around the same time, that 2013 to 14 time period, okay. and started to show up in retail in 2015 to 16. Um, but bone broth is still peaking as a category. It is the driver of most broth growth. Um, in every natural retailer, if you look at the spins data. So broth hasn't peaked yet. Um, the number of brands that are making and selling bone broth has peaked, I think, unless you count the private label. Everyone's getting the private label bone broth, which is how you know it's here to stay. Sure, that's it, and that is a great point. What is, I, this would be for somebody who's like, well, what do I do? How do I, do I drink that? Am I, do I heat it up? Is it like soup? Just act like nobody knows what this is, right? And what is it for? Even I, and admittingly, like I don't, it's not something I would have in my house. I, I wouldn't eat. I just said I'll call it out. Is I don't eat stuff like that. But what would I do? I'd I'd buy it and I'd put it in the fridge. And then when I want to have something like a soup, I would I would heat that up. So the great thing, Mark, is you don't have to store it in the fridge until it's open. But yeah, you you store it in your pantry, and it, it's. It's broth the way your grandma made it. It's just high quality broth made with the bones and the connective tissue of the animal, which is where all of those nutrients are locked in. Um, we make it by simmering the, those parts of the animal for, and this sounds gross, but 12 to 18 hours to unlock the nutrients in them and extract them into the liquid that you can then drink. A lot of people do drink it as kind of a medicine, but you could also cook with it. We don't, our motto in our home, the Harvey household is never cook with water again. 
because bone broth not only adds nutrients, but it adds flavor too. That's that is a great point. Um, and I, I understand it right away. No, we um, for for soup, it's usually matzo ball soup would be like this call out around here. But that, that's a whole yeah, yeah. separate story as well. Um, and, 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 and yes, as, as far as some would wouldn't want to necessarily hear what the details are. But then there's the, the I, I don't want to say the masses, but the niche market, which is a, always a big one. I've been using that word a lot now, using niche as, as being this theme of that's where your customers are. Some people think niche and they think small, but they're totally confused. Niche is powerful. Niche is like where you win, um, especially in, in yeah. brands today. Um, and I mean, it's, I don't know why I'm tangenting to this. It's just so, it, because it actually, it's, it's, I'm extracting sort of, uh, no pun intended, what you just said, like you're, you're describing something that's really important though. Right. Like you're where the bone is, it's where the nutrients are. And, and for me, when I hear it, because people know I'm like a big meat eater and stuff like that, I've, I that actually is what excites me. That's right. what I want to hear. Right. Mm-hmm. That would turn that would turn me into the customer. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not you being sensitive about it. And, and and what I would consider tap dancing around what really is the powerful source, the the, the main the main focus of what this is. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a little bit of a sustainability story too to the the ingredients that we're using because prior to 2013 to 14, those parts of the animal just got thrown away. Mm. Um, now cattle ranchers and chicken ranchers have another component that they can sell and that we can get value out of as consumers, which is great. Yeah, that is. That is. Um, okay. So now let's uh, fast forward then. Um, it is now, uh, we're getting into winter, um, the heat's on. We turn the heat on, this is the third day in the house the heat's been on, that's how you know it's, you know. Oh yeah, it's serious now. It's serious, getting serious around here. Um, walk us through what it looks like today and where you wanna be maybe at, towards the end of this year and going into Q1. So this is our peak season. Uh, each year things start to ramp up around September, October, and then they peak for us in January, February. Um, because as it gets colder outside, people want that warm, nourishing, comforting, those types of foods, the, more, the richer, deeper flavors, and bone, bone broth offers all of that. Um, so we do a big promotion in October with most of our retailers and we start to discount and acquire new consumers and drive a lot of trial um, for people who have been bone broth curious and may not have tried before. Because this is something this is something they can add to their lives and it adds nutrients flavor and it just it just tastes really good. Also beginning of the year, uh, I'm gonna say it and it's gonna make people, new year, new you. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it and so will uh, 3 million brands say it uh, right around uh, January. Folks, yeah. say something new this year, okay? It's, it's getting ridiculous. Anyway, um, I will put up your info. Uh, it's uh, finally great to meet you. I know who you know. I've seen you around the around the around the around the parties before. Catherine's uh, <laughs> info will get there at the end. Uh, Richard, Rich Insights Research, give it to us. Yes, sir. So first off, I just wanted to thank you, Mark. You're such a positive influence in the CPG community. You know, um, you're probably the first LinkedIn celebrity that. Uh, that I've talked to in person. So uh, it's a little bit of an honor. Uh, and I actually just became a member of your uh, winning together group. 
cool. group of brands too. So that that's, like. uh, that's something neat. Yeah. So my background is that I come from like over a decade of working with some of the biggest CPG players in the world. Um, you know, across all categories, anything from chips to cosmetics to washing machines. Um, you know, at, during that time, we developed some techniques um, using eye tracking and facial coding and things like EEG, where you're strapping that, you know, cap on someone's head and looking at their brain waves. Um, you know, but one of the really the most effective things that we started utilizing uh, for a long time was eye tracking. And what you can see just from seeing what people see on a package by itself, on a package on shelf, it can be totally revealing in terms of what's driving standout in your category, what drives standout on your package, um, and then sort of linking those things together in terms of, you know, is your package communicating the right messages to the right consumer as quickly as possible? Because people are looking at a package on a shelf for, you know, sometimes less than a second. So it needs to work really hard. Um, so what we do is uh, a lot of uh, package design testing and planogram shelf testing work, um, you know, learning where you want to be in a planogram or, um, you know, what's driving standout in a certain category. Um, and, and we utilize uh, two powerful tools for that. One is the eye tracking. Uh, and then another is facial coding which actually gives us a person's emotional reaction to seeing your package and things like that. So, um, you know, it's one thing to ask someone, one of those standard, you know, what do you think of this package on a scale of one to five and blah, blah, blah. It's a very different thing to actually see and code their facial reaction to something, whether that's uh, a package or a shelf set or even an advertisement, uh, it's a really powerful tool for. So, um, you know, Working with all these big companies, um, it was great. I loved what I did, but I didn't necessarily, I wasn't thrilled at the idea of helping companies sell products that weren't necessarily good for people and weren't necessarily good for the planet. Um, you know, so the passion sort of started to fade. And that's when I decided to start Rich Insights, where I could start working with some really terrific companies and, uh, and get involved in this community with companies like you and, and with Catherine. So I like it. Um, yeah. Good stuff. I can answer uh, where do we want to be on shelf in that set. We want to be right in the middle, right at your eye line. Uh, also, I'll fill in that blank for anybody who doesn't want to. No, not, not down in the bottom corner. No, no. Right here. And we <laughs> want like nine skews. Anyway, uh, yeah. that's now that works uh, for category uh, captain. <laughs> we, we want a we want a shelf talker. We want uh, somebody physically standing there telling you about the product. We want uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Sorry, um, R R Richard's info is there. Uh, Catherine's info is there. Uh, check them out. There's definitely some value add all around. Uh, appreciate having both on. Yeah, thanks, thanks Mark. Mark. We appreciate it. Yeah.